0: Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Orange County Supervisor John Warlock, here on Straight Talk this evening.
1: Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please
0: contact the director of the program. She stands in face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America,
2: the land of freedom, is still the home
0: Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine, coastal living city style. <laughs> Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk.
1: And now your host, Art Levine.
0: Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us tonight. This is our first regular taping at the Advanced Media Production Studio on the campus of California State University, Long Beach. We're delighted that in the future our shows will all be coming to you from Long Beach State where I've had the honor of teaching for the last 35 years. Our first guest here on campus is a distinguished alum of Long Beach State, Orange County Supervisor John Morlock. John, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me, Art. Good to be back. We're delighted that you're here for this first taping here on our campus, your your old haunting grounds. It's great to be back home. Let me give you a little background about John. He was very prescient years ago when he was running for Orange County Treasurer. And his campaign was based on the belief that the then treasurer's investment policy for the Orange County funds and the pension funds was too risky. And no one really listened to John. And four months later, Orange County went bankrupt in the largest municipal bankruptcy in Orange County history. John was then appointed as the acting treasurer subsequently was elected several times as Treasurer, then went on to become elected as Orange County Supervisor. So John, uh, thank you for that public service. John is a graduate of our College of Business here at Long Beach State where he learned accounting and finance, so we we chalked one up for Long Beach State on that one.
1: I remember getting a phone call after the filing of bankruptcy and it was a former Cal State graduate and he said, boy, it wasn't someone from Harvard, it wasn't someone from It was someone from Cal State, and so it was was a great voicemail. wish I could have kept it.
0: Well, today (laughs) you are concerned about another problem and have been speaking out about the problems of pensions for some time and the need for pension reform, and you see this as a ticking
1: time bomb just as you did the other. Correct. Uh, This uh, last uh, 10 years has been very interesting. Uh, We enjoyed a rather dramatic run-up in the stock market in the late 90s, and found with a lot of our pension systems uh, public pension systems that we were fully funded uh, instead of saying boy we better keep those excess earnings or whatever we call this this overfunded uh, we should we should prepare for the down cycle instead the public employee unions in the state said why don't we improve our retirement formulas and let's make them retroactive to the data higher so all of a sudden we went from hundred percent funded and if you gave a 50% increase in your benefits, you you now had 150% problem. So you were two-thirds funded. Just by vote
0: of these elected officials, bingo, from fully funded to just two-thirds
1: funded. Two-thirds funded. So we've we been uh, behind for the last 10 years. And now you add to that this dramatic uh, down market that we've had twice now in these last 10 years. Uh, we are now in extremely poor shape for most of the pension systems in the state, including – the two major you know even the, the Egyptians thousands of years ago understood
0: that in good times when you had a good harvest you didn't eat it all you put
1: it in those silos and you you saved for the bad times it's seven kind years, of a no-brainer seven years of feast, seven years of famine you, you should be preparing for those cycles this is yeah it's like this is, this is thousands and thousands of years of experience and, and and what's really interesting about public employee unions is that when times are good, They get pay raises, they get benefit enhancements, and when times are bad, they look at the taxpayers and say you should be paying more in taxes.
0: Well, I know there's a growing concern, uh, some might even say anger, in the the man in the street who is assuming he or she has a job and doesn't have the kind of benefits that are available in the private sector, and all this tax money is going to fund these very, very substantial uh, benefits. I, I should state for the record that I am a state employee. I uh, do benefit from the uh, uh, the pension plan of the state, but uh, 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 the, the concept of sustainability is an important one, both in construction and landscaping, but it's also true of pensions. We We need to have sustainable pensions, and I think one of your arguments is that the current levels are not sustainable.
1: Well, you just have to ask a former pilot retired pilot or a retired steelworker, what it's like to get a little postcard in the mail that says you know we don't have enough money to invest to pay your benefits in full but we have enough to pay 40 percent of your bids by your pension benefits so we're going to give you a 60 percent reduction in your benefit and then you try and react to that that could potentially happen to your pension it could happen to mine so I'm not anti-public employee that's not the message the message is I'm a I'm an accountant Who's saying you know you keep going in this direction, you may too get a little card that says we can't pay you what we thought we were going to or what we said we would because we have not we don't have the resources available to do it.
0: I think it's uh, and God
1: bless our public
0: employees for for what they provide and and their dedication. But I I think that there's a growing consensus that pensions need to be adjusted and that we have to get into a more economically rational mode and. In the next segment, I know you've done some things in Orange County, and even though most of our cities are in L.A. County, I think you'll find it very interesting to find out what John and some of his colleagues have done in Orange County to begin to address the pension problem. So we'll be back with more of Straight Talk after these messages.
1: Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. The
2: Port of Long Beach, one of the region's largest construction contractors, has work for businesses big and small. The SBE, or Small Business Enterprise Program, was established by the Board of Harbor Commissioners in 2004 to boost the local economy. Through this program, small businesses get a chance at big port contracts in the areas of construction, environmental consulting, engineering and architectural services, and more. To learn more, log on to www.polb.com or call 562-590-4146. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider. Providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program, we are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring the safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach, when you have a choice, choose the best.
0: The facts are in. California State University Long Beach is among the nation's finest universities. For the fourth consecutive year, the campus ranked in the top five public comprehensive universities in the western United States. In 2007, Cal State Long Beach was named the third best value among all American public colleges and universities. Through superior teaching, research,
2: and community service, Cal State Long Beach is changing lives for a changing world.
0: We're back continuing our conversation with Orange County Supervisor John Morlock, talking about the need for pension reform. And John, you folks down in Orange County have done a couple of things to
1: to address this problem. Tell us about it. Well, we've done a few things. Uh, there are two components: we have pensions and we have retiree medical. And we've done a dramatic uh, change in negotiations with our unions to modify our, our unfunded retiree medical liability. We've reduced it from 1.4 billion to 400 million. Uh, we've reduced our annual required contribution from $131 million to $26 million. So, if How you, have you done that? We negotiated with our unions, and, and it's, it's a rather like an eight-hour seminar on all the okay. things we've done. But just to keep it simple, uh, they agreed to it. Uh, we did things like uh, splitting the pool, which means that instead of uh, having retiree uh, premiums combined with the employee premiums, Uh, We've said we're not subsidizing that anymore. You have to pay your own premiums. So that that means a little bit more of a hit for retirees, but it reduces our unfunded liability. You you also
0: spearheaded Measure J that requires that pension changes be approved by the voters. Now, that really makes a lot of sense to me. Before uh, a city council, or I guess in your case the, the county, can increase pensions for county employees, It has to go
1: before the voters. That's correct. So if you want to improve retiree medical or you want to improve pension formulas, you can negotiate those, but before they become effective, you have to get a majority vote of the tax And one of the problems, and I know we've had it here in Long Beach, because we, the city council,
0: in not their wisdom but in something else, voted to increase pensions by a third after the state law was changed permitting that, and some of us argued against that, but the council did it, And there's a lot of pressure from unions to, as you mentioned earlier, if the money's there to to grab it. But uh, it
1: was a a 30% overnight increase in pensions. Bingo. And you probably saw massive uh, retirements as well as all these senior employees wait for that to become effective, and then they leave. So then what happens is everybody moves up a step, and now, now your actuary comes back to you and says, you know, You had assumed a 4% increase in salaries over this period, but it's gone much higher than that because everybody's kind of jumped up a few layers to fill up vacancies. So now the actuary comes back and says not only do you have this new unfunded liability you've created by this formula increase, but you've got pay raises that are exceeding projections, and these people are living longer. And on addition to that,
0: the market tanked, so now uh, the investment returns are less, so the city's contribution has to be dramatically increased, and now we're asking for the right to uh, stage that over a period of years rather than an alum sum, which would be a too big a hit. But, uh, you know, it's kicking the can, it's, 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 kick the can. It's, it's nice to be a hero today and let someone else worry about the payment tomorrow, but those days are over, that's right, and Prop J, oh. And I don't know if we have the analog of that pending in L.A. County, but I think that
1: might be worthwhile. Well, we followed the model in San Francisco County. They've had it in place for 100 years. And it's really? It's served them real well for their pension plan. So we're a charter county, they're a charter county, and we follow Because model. there really
0: is a difference of the interest of the elected officials who may need to be into to unions and other groups and the voters who are paying for it. So if the voters have to sign on to something, they're paying the bills, that seems to be eminently fair and maybe in some cases uh, an improvement in pensions
1: is warranted and the voters will approve it and and they've had about a hundred initiatives over these hundred years in san francisco county and about two-thirds have passed but you know then the union has to bring the issue to the voters and and make a good argument right now all we have to do is go say in our case in in orange county you have to go to three supervisors so you only have to in a sense uh, fund the campaign of three people and now you're negotiating with yourself, and you get what you want. And
0: you also put into place a new pension plan, retire, raising the retirement age from 55 to 65 and reducing the multiplier from 2.7 to 1.62. Correct. So for the new okay. hires, that will lessen the burden of pensions on the – and also you put a very interesting lawsuit.
1: Tell us about that lawsuit. Well, just to go back to you know, this new tier. Okay. That's, that's about the only solution. That's left for everybody here in government. I'm Later not, retirement. Unless sure you were to do something rather dramatic, like what they do in the private sector of freezing plans, forcing employees to go to defined contribution plans. But again, w- with the paradigm as it is in this state, that's very difficult to do based on the unions, you know, strength. But uh, the the lawsuit is very interesting. Uh, CalPERS, the largest pension system probably on the planet, just sort of has a policy that if we improve your pension benefit formula we make it retroactive there's nothing that says that in the Constitution anywhere but that's just been a policy so everybody kind of adopts it and and when you create a new debt like I just showed you you went from 100% funded to two-thirds funded you got 50% here to make up that's a debt that's like a mortgage and so you have to say to your voters look uh, we've created a new debt we can't pay it in the year that we created the debt so you have to vote to approve it with a two-thirds vote. St- the- so you, argued, do that. you argued
0: that when those pension increases went into effect, that it included retroactivity, and at the time the county didn't have the money, so your claim is that that was incurring a debt, and it's unconstitutional to incur a debt without a approval of voters. two-thirds of the voters. Or uh, a
1: payment source. And
0: you brought that suit, the Orange County brought the suit, you lost at the trial level, you're
1: on appeal. And we're waiting for the appellate court to make a decision. Right. And, and and because there's not a payment source. let's say that the, the deputy sheriffs who the union were suing, if they would have agreed to say we're gonna pay for this retroactive component yes. through withholdings, then we wouldn't have a lawsuit. Okay. But they wanted they didn't want to go there, so now we're in a lawsuit. You take it to Superior Court, you're a lawyer. Superior Court judges get reelected every six years. Okay. So now they have different field. So
0: you're on appeal. We'll see what they
1: have to say. I expected it to be on appeal. And
0: we'll be continuing our conversation, but first have to pause for these messages.
2: Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. It's Big Red Bus. Our English double-decker buses offer large groups a fun, unique, inexpensive alternative to standard transportation. Bar hopping, weddings, sporting events, airport pickups, kids parties, you name it, and we'll help customize the perfect experience. We have open and closed top buses available. Both are equipped with custom-built bars, stereo systems, and a friendly hostess. Alcohol is permitted on board. For your next event or fun occasion, call Big Red Bus at 562-852-9888 or visit us on the web.
0: A conversation with Orange County Supervisor John Morlock about the need for pension reform. And John, you don't win
1: popularity points with a lot of folks by taking these positions. Uh, certainly, the employees, if they don't understand what I'm really trying to do, are, are a little upset. Uh, but I am trying to protect their their benefits. They don't realize that, but that's the goal. Uh, but the taxpayers are starting to get what's happening here. I, I had lunch with a former partner. Uh, yesterday and he flew into uh, Florida for his mother-in-law's 80th birthday and he noticed that there was another Californian that needed some help and so this Floridian says where are you from she says California and that Floridian says well you Californians had better fix your problems don't expect us in Florida to fix your budget problems and pay for your pensions So so the, the nation understands what's happening here. And we've done many shows on the
0: dysfunctional state legislature. And the irony is that everyone seems to love their legislator, but as an institution they're down to 20%. And they're really screwing up up there. I mean, the idea of balancing the state budget by at the last minute coming and grabbing money from the counties, grabbing money from the cities, grabbing it is just outrageous. And I know there's a, a, a ballot measure to prevent that. Hopefully that will pass. But speak to the future. I know some of the things you've already mentioned are some of the ways out. But, but how, how do the taxpayers just have to rise up and say enough and
1: we're, we've, we've had it? I we're think mad at Sarah.
0: We're not going to take it anymore. And, and I think
1: this is the year, Art. Uh, in November, you're going to see ballot measures that we need to vote on. Some are moving deck furniture, but some are pretty critical. One is paycheck protection. If you can defund the public employee unions, you might have a chance. Uh, the other is pension reform with the California Foundation for Fiscal Responsibility. That levels the playing field and, and puts a cap on these pensions. So this is the year. If we're really going to fix it, then, then the voters have to go and vote in November. The only other thing I see in the future w- would be that we have to find some way to put this state into receivership. and We need to get some mature adults running this place instead of the 121 that control the purse strings now.
0: Well, you know, when uh, the state keeps uh, theoretically balancing the budget, but it's a lot of smoke and mirrors and gimmicks, and they kick the can down the road, and the only time they really stop kicking is when Wall Street says, no, we're not going to buy your paper anymore, and the window's closed, and the credit rating goes down. And here in today's paper, there's a front page article that we now have $1.9 trillion being added to our debt. But the federal government doesn't quite have the same problem, because they can print money or borrow it, and the state has to theoretically balance their budget. But... As we were talking before we went on air, if uh, China stops buying our debt paper,
1: then maybe the federal government will get real. Yeah, and the bond market will tell California that they've had enough too, and then we'll, we'll have you know, this come-to-Jesus uh, opportunity. It's going to be rather interesting. We, we've just gone through two major bubbles. We've gone through this high-tech boom, and we've gone through this real estate boom. We, we were exceeding returns in those two areas well above the mean, and we should have expected things to come back down. And, and, and what we did is we hired at new levels, and, and the unions, if I were to kick a dead horse here, don't believe in you know laying off employees. Yeah. And so we, we're, we're still at the top of the bubble. We still need to make cuts to get us back to where we started. We're, we're sort of back in 2000. So you know if you look at some of the charts, and, and we've got to get our government back down to that level.
0: But just to summarize, then, among the suggestions are a later retirement age, moving it up, from 55 to 60 or 65. Correct. Uh, uh, a lower multiple instead of 2.7, 1.7, 1.6, and uh, also more employee contributions. In, in some
1: situations, employees are
0: contributing very little, if anything.
1: Correct. And then you want to have, uh, um, you said a higher age. I know you're, you're hitting all the, all the points. You want to have voter approval for new benefits we got to put a valve in there.
0: But voters have to get involved and express their view to their supervisors, their congresspeople, and their state legislators. Because
1: uh, they do li- – I mean, you do listen to your voters, do you Absolutely. not? Absolutely. And and they're saying we have Pinch and indie, and so we've got to fix that. <laughs> well, we do. I mean,
0: the average working guy in the private sector or gal doesn't enjoy the same benefits as the public employee, and there's something – spiritually and metaphysically objectionable for having, be- I mean, it's like a privileged class of
1: public employees to have all these benefits and I'm a public employee so what can I say? So Yeah, we, we just got to get down to reality again. It, it, we, we, we followed some bubbles, we got to pay attention, we got to get back to where we should be.
0: There was a classic book that we read in college called Extraordinary Popular Delusions and mm-hmm. the Madness of Crowds and it traced bubbles all the way back. And bubbles are based on human nature and greed. The particular It was the tulip mania in You're Holland, right, which is particularly right. near and dear to your heart. That's right. And, and then the English trading bubble. But uh, having worked on Wall Street, I know it's just fear and greed and the interplay. And when a bubble gets going, boy, watch out. That's right. And now, now we're, we're in the hangover mode here. Yes the uh, cleanup parties. Well, we'll be back with the remaining portions of our show after these messages.
2: Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance providing service and cuisine with style, class and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, an oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea.
0: But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry.
2: Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight?
0: Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call.
2: Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan?
0: There really is nothing... More motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. I think that John Morlock has something very important to say about pension reform and where we are as an economy and a country without it. And just as he was quite accurate in predicting the fall of Orange County with its pension uh, investments, I think we need to listen to what he's saying or bear the consequences. I'm very proud to have John here as our guest for the first taping here at California State University, Long Beach, and proud to say that he's an alum of our College of Business. And John, you got a pretty decent education at our College of Business. I'm very thankful. Well, thank you uh, for for joining
1: us. And we have 30 seconds left. Say whatever you want to our viewers. I just want to say, Art, that my wife just loves you to pieces. And you did such a great <laughs> job as a host. So, oh, God. Uh, you are uh, well worth uh, spending time with and watching. So I, I, I'm proud of your viewers. Thank, thank
0: you for that. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us. And please be with us next week for the next edition of Stray Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.